right, welcome back to the Canadian Gumball Behind the Vault Door. My name is Mark Morelli. I'll be your podcast host. Joining me tonight, all right, since we're going to be doing number two, let's do another one. Yeah, all right, why let's not? do another one. All right, let's hit it up. We got podcast Brian on my right. We got Coach Nick on my left. <laughs> Hey, right, hey. We, right, you got—you didn't even have to look at the tops of your shoes for the R and the L this time. You know what? I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm in rare form. I'm organized, right? You're rubbing off on me. I don't—I don't, I don't I rub don't, anything I, that has anything to do with you. <laughs> I don't even need a list to keep track of this stuff. You know, we've got a lot of great things to talk about. We got the Wii scandal. Well, I need more booze. Hold on. We, oh, hold on. <laughs> okay, so we got—we got the Wii scandal, right? We got Justin Trudeau, who uh, set the date to return to Parliament, decided to take a family day, or what was it? A day personal off, day personal day, day, personal yeah, day, whatever, right? Like what? It's like, it's like one of his like thousand that he's taken in the last four years. The, right? uh, it's just called the. Re, they're going to rename them that. I don't feel like facing the music days. <laughs> it's it's shameful, man. Like I mean, it's 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 comical, but at the same time, it's like, man, is this what we've come to? It's we actually got, pathetic when got, when someone in his position has done that much avoidance in the it, it's since he's been in power. I, you know what? I hate saying in power. You know, I I, I want to call it pure arrogance, but it's so much more than that. It's 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 like sad. Like I mean, it's almost like a child, right? That doesn't want to face the criticism. And he knew he did something at recess he shouldn't have done. You know how many I'm sorry's are we gonna get out of this guy? Like, I mean, it's it's frightening. Like, the Wii scandal is well, they what hold it is. no weight anymore. Like, how, how can they how can they hold any weight? And for anybody who accepts them, you're an idiot. Well, I wonder... I'll call oh, you an well, idiot. All right. Oh, wait. You know, that, that takes quite a bit for Coach Nick to call anyone an idiot. But, I mean, it's, 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 it's sad. We got $900 million getting dispersed to a charity. And, uh, of course, some of that money going to his family members. Kickbacks. Kickbacks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the Wii, the Wii Charity Foundation has, has got... Has the got real estate charity. purchases. Well, you know, you know what? about that than I do. Well, I'm a they, curious they sent some of the money off to a bank, right? Kielberger or whatever? The well, they, they, purchased, yeah. they purchased almost $40 million of, of very high profile um, properties property in downtown Toronto. It's a charity. Why do you need property? Like, uh, I don't know. Number two, I saw something today that apparently this isn't the first, and I can't... Um, not ten, You know, you send something out to tenure... And you get it to the highest, you get it to the best bid. But and w- what was the phrase associated with this nine hundred thousand, nine hundred million dollar? Because there's nobody else it was offered to. Soul source. Soul source. Yeah. This is this apparently isn't the first one. There's been a number of them. Oh yeah, I'm that sure. Surfaced that surfaced yep. that apparently came out today, that that have come from the Trudeau or to the but, Trudeau government. But apparently, when the Conservatives were looking at doing that with the F-35, well, that was just horrible. That was just like the, the you know the end of the line for them. What are you talking about? An eighteen dollar glass of orange juice was enough Gee. to get somebody fired yeah, back yeah, then. Right. Time right. Fifty thousand dollar gazebo. Yeah. Better Time. dump the party. But nine hundred million dollars is just fine it's going to it's going to buy votes it's going it's to buy not, liberal votes so it's, it's not the fine. only so as of today it's not the only sole source contractor whatever whatever the proper term is for that there's been more canadians should be outraged you know I, i'm just surprised uh, to see the the lack of response but then again of course when you've got a, a paid for media cheap to, 
right? You know, $600 million or $585 million was dedicated to uh, the uh, Ministry of Truth. Was that, was that what they called? What is that? The, commi- the committee that decides. $250,000 a year the, job. The, the Ministry of Liberal Enthusiasm. <laughs> well, you know, uh, it's frightening to think that this government can operate without any kind of oversight. Like, I mean, they're under the cover of COVID. They are doing just about anything they want, and if they can't get it, they can always get propped up by the NDP or the Greens in order to make it happen. Uh, I tried certainly calling my member of parliament a few times. Uh, I believe I called eight times, I believe, in the span of about two and a half months, once a week, I thought was well, not 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 out of the range of reasonable number of times uh, attempting to contact my member of parliament. And, you know, with no response, uh, I, I've talked to my member of parliament uh, three times in the last five years uh, for no more than 15 well, just, minutes as a shot. I just received a pamphlet from good old Bob. Did you? Yes, I saved it for you. Really? Oh, thank you. You know what? I'd love to know his thoughts. I had a great conversation with his man, Solomon. And uh, Solomon. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It's a fantastic job of trying to do what he could to defend the liberals. I couldn't, I couldn't wait to get to the point in the conversation where I asked him about the we scandal and said, like, you guys couldn't possibly get behind that, could you? He goes, we didn't know anything. We didn't know anything. We didn't, well, know, deny, any- deny, of we didn't did. know anything. We're finding out things just like you are. I wonder, great. If, I wonder if Solomon answers the phone with a flak jacket on. <laughs> you know, it, was, I, it was the public service. I feel, yeah. I feel sorry for Solomon. He, he's, he seems like a good kid, but you know what, though? He's really in a crappy position. I mean, he's got a job to do. I suppose it... You know, feeds he and his family if he has one. But, uh, you know, at the same time, you know, I, I, I'd like to think that I gave him some food for thought. I didn't tear into the kid, but I definitely expressed how I felt uh, some things were happening in this government that were uh, completely wrong, that extended beyond firearms, although we discussed that, too. His, uh, his response was, well, what if we give you what if we give you all the money? You know that the, the the guns are worth. He's totally missing the point. And, and wow. Well, yeah. He said, okay, yeah. my guns are worth a hundred thousand dollars each. Well, I, well, I told him one better. Or, I said, or how about ten and a half million? Yeah, I, yeah. Right. I said, I you said, charge that, him the Omar Carter rate. I told him that they weren't for sale. And you know what? That that really was where I was coming from. I mean, I, I have an attachment to the firearms that uh, unfortunately have been caught up in this ban wrongfully, and uh, certainly we as Canadian gun owners haven't been involved in anything. His his go-to argument was, is these are the types of firearms that have been used in mass shootings uh, you know around the globe and I said well you know but we're not around the globe we're not well, around and, the globe and, we're and, and like what kinds of cars are used in drunk driving yeah. like why am I being held responsible for what bad guys do I asked him like if he the was Air 15 that. has been used in how many mass shootings in Canada Exactly none. None. I thought there was one in the eighties. Nope. Not nope. a mass shooting. Not a mass shooting. Nope. There, there was there was one nope. there was one in the eighties. There was one killing that was yeah. gang related. Yeah. And that was before With they an became, illegal gun. And that was before they became restricted firearms. He did manage to point out though that the Moss shooting in Quebec was conducted with a uh, an assault style no, firearm. It was conducted with a Glock. You, you know what? Well the, the, the rifle jammed the on rifle the first jammed. round. Yeah. He, he didn't kill anyone with it. Yeah, well, so, you know, that 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 was that was uh, you know his talk, his 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 talking point included you know the Moss shooting. I said, well, the one that we haven't heard a word about since. <laughs> I do believe that your leader uh, promised us transparency. We haven't seen much of that anywhere. Yeah, like uh, Nova Scotia, they yeah. still won't tell tell us what kind of guns were involved because no. they know none of them were the kinds of guns they're after. No, there's so a, there's there's a lot more to that as well. Sure, there is. And, sure. Uh, and I think that uh, the uh, <clears throat> people of this country, certainly the gun owners, should be demanding transparency on that one. Any government that wants its people disarmed 
is just garbage. Garbage. Yeah. Well, it, it seems like they want to make this square peg fit in this round hole no matter what. And that uh, that was the message I conveyed. That to nicely you. sums up the entire Trudeau regime here. It does, doesn't it? We don't, we don't ban things because people can do bad things. We come up with processes in place that keep us all safe and still allow people the maximum amount of freedom that we can have. So, you because, know. Well, that comment that people can maybe do bad things with it. Pretty much applies to anything. Anything. A whole shite ton fire? of stuff. How about fire? Are we gonna ban fire? <laughs> Spears, scissors, butter knives, cars, uh, aircraft. Who aircraft. needs? Who needs to be a pilot? Only people who fly planes. Nobody else in this world You're needs not, to yeah. pilot a plane. Unless that's your job, you can't have a pilot's that's license. That's right. Nobody needs to have a pilot's license because you could do something bad with an airplane. It's swimming pools. You can't have a swimming pool because swimming, someone might drown. Swimming pools have killed way more people than assault rifles in and this maybe country. maybe uh, the family pet down from down the street might fall in it and drown, so we yeah. can't... We can't have no, pools. It's, 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 it's insane, and we need to stop letting... And the issue is... This is a voting strategy. This is simply pure political nonsense. And until we get over the business of allowing politicians to to use us to get reelected, there's a there's a really nice uh, Thomas Sowell. Um, you know who Thomas Sowell is? No. No, sir. Uh, he's an African-American conservative uh, economist. Um, and he's, he's cited a fair amount because he's very... He just has so much common sense. Mm -hmm. He's from the 1960s, 70s, 80s. um, And he says, uh, uh, no one will really understand politics until they understand that politicians are not trying to solve our problems. They're trying to solve their own problems, of which getting elected and reelected are number one and number two. They're trying to maintain their job. Whatever is number three is far behind. Hmm. That's right? why, I think that's why uh, Donald Trump scares the shit out of so many people because he doesn't care. Yeah, he didn't need politics. He's never been a politician. He didn't. His his money that he has was not based on politics. It had nothing to do with being a politician. So he don't care, and it scares the shit out of people well, because he's got to nothing want, to lose. He well, does, 94% of all the media about Donald Trump that's come out in the last four years has been negative. Now, you cannot like the man. He's not well-spoken. There's all kinds of stuff that he's, I don't, well, no, I not, don't particularly not, like about him. He doesn't speak like a politician. But, but here's the thing. 94% of the power and publicity in the world doesn't attack someone unless it's a threat. <laughs> If it was 50-50, I'd be way more worried. I'd be like, this guy's like, God, 50% can put him... 94%? That's a fixed game, man. That's a fixed game. And you got to wonder, why is it fixed? And, you know, it sounds like they're just about to dive into this whole nest of pedophiles and get them all yeah, get them all you know ratcheted what? up and arrested the, but main, the mainstream media doesn't seem that all that interested I mean like they're getting like literally like <laughs> media media bombs are dropping like there could be there could be a pedophile ring involving Hollywood and, well there is and the Democrats there well, is well, you know what there until, is but, uh, yeah but, but until, very clearly there uh, is uh, uh, until 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 all the evidence surfaces I don't well, want I don't want to be I don't want no, to. but they placed there, there, it, 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 there's all kinds of stuff swirling about the last two weeks. But they're worried about if 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 Trump runs out of toilet paper, it's frightening. Like, like that, the, that's the emphasis they put on. To, you know, like that he oh, Donald Trump 
was three sheets short today, and it's like, well, like you look at the focus of the media and you wonder where are their heads at. I mean, like they're well, not. Look at, they're Lamar, not really look looking at Canadians. At the news. Look at Canadians. Everyone's all wrapped up at what Donald Trump's doing. Nobody cares that our prime minister just tried to steal a billion a billion yeah. dollars, <laughs> right? And then won't come to Parliament to answer for it. No yeah. one cares. Ah, whatever. Like really, we got right. too many snowflakes, y- man. Y- you know what, buddy? We get the government we deserve. <laughs> you know we, what it is? There's we deserve too many people, this. It's too many people that grew up on the like the Walter Cronkite generation. We could actually trust. Oh my God! What, what the tube was telling you, and and you know what? You could at that time, but they grew up with that, and that's how they look at media still. And it's like, no. But they're, that's not the way it is. But they're 60, 65 and up, and they don't have social media, perhaps, and they don't see the other side. So they just look at CNN or CBC or, and, and kind of like, okay, well, that's what they're saying. It's like, no, <laughs> that's what they're saying. But it, they're, they're very slighted. They're very biased. It's slanted. Well, you know what? Times are changing. Looks like Tucker Carlson is getting actually quite a bit of attention these days. Apparently, his ratings are through the roof. He's never been watched more. Well, and, you've, and you've heard about the threats against well, him. Yeah, that's you know, what a bunch I, of garbage. I, 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 I got to tell you, when I when I heard the New York Times did a news piece on his home address, they haven't published it yet, but like, they're saying they're going to. Well, you talk about talk about an irresponsible piece of <laughs> journalism. Like, I mean, if you're gonna direct, you know, a lot of hostility towards one person like that and and hide behind, well, well it's actual yeah, journalism. backlash can be pretty bad too. I'm just saying, you know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Everybody knows where the New York Times is located. Yeah. Right? Yeah, Everybody enough. knows where that is. Yeah. So maybe they'll start dropping yeah. skids of bricks in front of the New York Times. Yeah, there you go. And you then know, all, all, the, all, the, all the people throwing throwing it through Starbucks front windows will be all confused now. It's no. like, wait a minute. Well, you know, certainly watching the news has been pretty enlightening. I, I always kind of gauge <clears throat> what's going on based on how, again, rabid the response is from some people. Uh, I look at the way people attack Trump. I personally don't I don't mind the guy. I actually like the way he delivers his stuff. Uh, maybe maybe it's because it's just so in your face and different and unpresidential. Well, and it's the best part it's is entertaining. That's yeah. that's what it that's Donald Trump is an entertainer. And you know, like I mean, you'd be more willing to give the man more praise if the response of so many people out there wasn't so vicious and mm-hmm. and full of of menace Venom. because you you so much as say you know hey i kind of like the guy and and then all of a sudden you've got people out there who are like well you need to be killed they get triggered oh, oh hard. my they get god triggered hard. and you know i just wish one of them would walk up and make that threat to my face they don't they do it online no one ever walks up to you and goes oh, i'll punch you in the face because you like donald trump it's like do it do it <laughs> and, and because you're is, gonna have trouble picking up your your, your teeth with broken <laughs> fingers right he is like, very fuck. much an entertainer but i also firmly believe that he uh, he really wants the best for the United States oh, and he loves his country. He's a patriot. I, the man's a patriot. I, I no do question. believe that, that that's not a show. I believe that that's a legitimate. I like but ra- you know, it would it would be nice. Let's let's be fair here, guys. It would be nice if we could get back to the days of a Ronald Reagan style Republican who can speak he well. He used to be a Democrat, and, and I is, and, Yes, he was. He said, he said, I didn't leave the Democrats. The Democrats left me. But, you know, I would point out to you today, and I pointed this out to a liberal friend of mine. I said, uh, you know, what party do you think JFK would be a member of today? 
well, you know, Democrat, and da da da, and I'm like, really? That was 1963. With, with, with his strong support of guns, anti-abortion stance, going to church, right? Going to church, uh, you know, like I, I he was. I think he was the he was the last good Democratic leader. I think. You know, I have he, to admit, he, he okay, I, I, this is a shameful admission, but I liked the Bill Clinton years. I, 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 I liked Bill Clinton. I did. Oh my God, dude, he was, dude, dude, he was funny. He was funny. Yeah, but Bill isn't Hillary. Yeah, true. Right? But the, the, the you know, Bellary. Uh, but, Bellary. but, but I will say that I behind, think he's just as shady be, as she is. Behind the scenes, I'm afraid. Yeah, he's shady as shit. Well, like I like I like the royal family, but but. Like Jesus, if if it's true what Prince Andrew was doing, like what do you you know you can't Didn't, be can't be banging kids and expect to get away get a, get a passport. Like, he was come the, on. he was the 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 senator from what Alabama or Arkansas, uh, Arkansas. I think Arkansas. it was. Yep. And did he not own or arrange to have the CIA planes land at the airstrip at where he was in Arkansas when they were bringing the drugs in from oh, Iran Contra? I don't know. There, there's, there was all kinds of nonsense going on back then. But of course, you know, it really doesn't get a lot of airtime. Much like uh, most of the things <clears throat> that we see buried. Like, I mean, I, I love, I love watching the news feeds, and it's really getting to be very difficult to tell the difference well, between you know fake news and what's uh, what's well, real. But, but, but Mark, you know, like all the outrage over Watergate. Yeah, I know. Right over Watergate, yeah. and televised the trial, and, and yet Obama did that to Donald Trump on a far worse scale, and no one gives a shit. Yeah. No one cares. Nope. The other thing too, some of my pinheaded left-wing liberal idiot friends right now <laughs> are posting Close shit friends, clearly posting shit all over their facebook about well donald trump's uh, arresting arre- like uh, his faceless police are, are arresting uh uh antifa members and dragging them into vans and driving away and and you know where are the republicans to talk about that well obama who, i was going to say who, obama who, enacted that who, legislation right, order and count or not order and council uh, executive order executive I order that was that, obama that, that implemented yep. the the uh, the uh, who who's doing it it's the federal is nhs i don't know homeland security not NHS, it's, so it's a, yeah, yeah, Homeland State, DHS, D, uh, DHS, but they going have the around power. and arresting people. They have the power to, to deputize people too. Sure, they do. So they may be soldiers. They may be special. Yeah. They may be. They may be SEAL team, right? Going out, arresting people off but the like, street, coming uh, unmarked of, vans and driving away. And you know what? What's interesting is a lot of the libertarian groups that I follow, and a lot of the Republican groups that I follow on on the media, mm-hmm. it, like Instagram and Facebook and stuff from the states, they're outraged. <laughs> they're freaking the frig out. And and yet, you know, that they're uh, arresting Antifa people who, yes, who burn yes, cities. Yes, because. Because that's not the way we do business. We're the good guys. We arrest them with marked police, and they get due but process. No, but they do have... They're not totally unmarked. They do have insignia on their shoulders. Yeah, that say police, and that's it. There's oh, no insignia. You know, it says oh, I police. I've seen, I've I seen, could put police on me and go do whatever I want. I've seen a badge that indicated... Something. I can't remember. I have to you find know it. what? You know what? I'm, <clears throat> I gotta admit, I'm uh, not very comfortable with the idea of 
people in masks just grabbing people, even if they are government officials, uh, so, and throwing them into and throwing them into vans that are like not, they, this not is clearly the stuff, They asked this, Karen to borrow a soccer van for uh, a minute, and then it usual, well, this is usual, the stuff they usual, did in Northern Ireland, right? Yeah. Like the 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 police would pull up in the in the Black Mariah, and and they'd throw people in, and they'd disappear, not to be heard from. For a while, it was for up to two weeks, but then it, it, after a fuss was raised, it became forty-eight hours. They could hold you without without notice, without without a, without any detention order. They could simply hold you. You wouldn't so, see a justice of the peace or anything. So, what do you do in places like Seattle or Portland or Chicago where the mayors are doing absolutely nothing? I, I, and been, I, I, it's I get you. It's been mentioned you. to them a number of times. Listen, figure it out, or we're going to do something. You yeah, got, there, the people there need a, to be protected. You're right. There You're, is a line that that. that you get to that now needs to be crossed. I, I think was, at some point. But you know a- what? You can have clearly marked police, and you can have a very clearly and openly defined process by which, yep, these people are being. But but I will say they're also being arrested under under anti-terrorism laws, and that does change the That's game. That's a whole different ball of wax. It changes now. the game it because does. Antifa has been declared a terrorist organization in the United States, and now federal troops are arresting them as terrorists. And some of these people, some of these little idiots, mm-hmm. you know, these these gender study students who are in their, their third, in their third <laughs> year at the uh, at the uh, you know whatever the friggin uh, you know school of whatever communism Southwest studies, right? State, right. <laughs> They're they're going to be coming out of this looking at forty year prison sentences. It sucks to be them, right? I don't, don't disagree. Break shit. I don't disagree. Don't be an again, idiot. Again, vote a certain way, protest a certain way. The minute you cover up and start destroying things and menacing people, you're asking for what you There's get. Abs- 99% of any population, well, I'll say North American population, has no problem with peaceful pro- protests. Walk down the street, make your point, state your peace. Don't break anything. Don't set shit on fire. Don't hurt people. Well, there was no violence during BLM for the most part, right? Like a lot of it. There was, there was, there were, you know, there were hundreds of thousands of protesters. But the number of protesters who were who were actually arrested, the Antifa members who did violence, yeah. was probably in the in the teens, or you know. Oh, exactly. Right. It's no question. Exactly. They, there's no question they targeted specific people. Sure, and, they did. And, and Antifa is, is using <clears throat> that that whole incident to benefit themselves, right? Well, you know, I, I want to qualify my statement. I'm not uh, I'm not entirely comfortable with the idea of unmarked cars and people getting snatched. No. And, and that's the kind of thing that happens in communist countries, and uh, certainly that's not something that we're supportive of. Uh, at the same time, uh, these are challenging moments in history where uh, we have circumstances that are, are extended far beyond the norm. And uh, when you've got people acting like terrorists, you're right. It uh, certainly does present uh, a new set of challenges and uh, some solutions that are going to be a little uh, <clears throat> unconventional. So what's the solution then? Because, again, they've been warned and said n- numerous times, clean up your yard, clean up your yard, clean up your yard. And they've sat on their hands and done nothing. So what's the solution? Don't, don't, don't get me wrong. When, no, I'm asking I, you. No, no, but I'm, I'm just going to say that, you know, when I, <clears throat> when I see that video of... Uh, <laughs> Those two gentlemen uh, walking up to that one Antifa member and uh, somebody in the background screaming, use your words, use your words. (laughs) There was a small part of me inside that was uh, chuckling and giggling, going, yeah, you just bought into something that uh, you're in over your head, kid, whoever you are. And uh, you know, I wonder if they were talking to the cops, though, not necessarily uh, the kid. You know what? I, Could I, have been either or. Are you talking <laughs> about the big guy? 
What's that? The you know, big guy? There, there, there was who got sprayed and stuff and hit. <laughs> no, they, they, they cornered, they cornered this one person. There was uh, two female voices I could hear in the background. Yeah, and uh, one of them was one, one of them was saying, "Use your words, use it, your words." And I, I was like, "God!" Like I mean, it wasn't the, it wasn't the person on the uh, the ground screaming. You might be thinking the one that, the screaming, "Don't, don't." Degentrify me? It wasn't that one. No, oh, no, geez. no, 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 no. It wasn't that one. You know this, this, this Marxist claptrap. Claptrap. Almost, almost, <laughs> almost needs, like one, or political science one on one. Right you know there. What? It almost needs to be knocked out of people's heads with electroshock therapy. Like just hook them up to t- to a bank of tasers. Lobot- turn, <laughs> turn them on. Lobotomy. Right? Because one is not enough. <laughs> a whole bank Dude, of them. The workers control the means of production. <laughs> Shut the, up. The, the mental imagery that you God. bring to mind is phenomenal. No, no. You know what? I, I, I definitely wanted to touch on that one. I definitely wanted to touch on the Wii scandal. Um, you know, there, there's, a, there's a, Go ahead. I was going to say, it's funny because all these people are romanticizing communism and marxism now but like can somebody give them a history book about the ussr they don't read buddy i mean unless it's on freaking facebook or north 99 but see but north 99 which is run by bolsheviks right tells them that communism is wonderful and lovely very left jeez left well you know they left left behind Well, you know, I uh, I got to tell you, I, I don't understand the uh, the current fascination that young people have with socialism. Uh, you know, over the years, I've seen Che Guevara's image on T-shirts. Uh, I don't think a lot of people understand, you know, what that man represents. He's come to represent uh, revolutionary reform, you know, for but look at his history. Young generation he wasn't that great a guy. He wasn't. He was actually well, he was actually a monster uh, when you look at him. And anybody that says otherwise clearly doesn't know what he was all about. You know the worst thing, Mark, is is if hundreds of thousands of these absolute perfect assholes <laughs> took their passion for all things Marxist and all things socialist and communist, understanding that a good portion of these people honestly think it's better for people and for society, if they took that passion and they applied it to volunteering yeah. and to donating... Yeah. Right? If they went out and got good jobs and then donated and spent their free time volunteering and helping people, people with addictions, uh, poor people, uh, you know, whatever, the elderly, uh, people with uh, um, physical... Or, any kind of civic responsibility. And, right. If they went and did these things, they would they would provide so much more good to the world and they would have such a, a greater impact in their time on this planet. And and they and they don't because they've been sold, they've been sold a story by people who want to use them for their passion, and they're victimizing them, they're weaponizing them in order to gain more for themselves. Yeah. You know whether you're the worst of the capitalist excesses or the worst of the communist or socialist excesses, mm-hmm. it all comes down to the same thing: the rich get richer. And the poor work work more for less. And, you know, the poor just becomes a bigger and bigger group because you end up with the middle class having to answer for the demands of the lower classes. And, and you know, because that top 1%, they're, they're not going to pay for it. Right? So the guy with 100 chocolate bars tells you with five that you've got to give the guy with none three of yours or else it's not fair. And, and that is Hollywood. Yeah. That's Hollywood. Well, you know. 
if you're not helping other people, you know, give 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 three of your chocolate bars, three of your five chocolate bars away to help these other people. But he's got a hundred. He's not giving his hundred away. Something tells me that Hollywood's got what it's got. What it's going to get coming? It's going to get what it's coming. Oh, yeah. Hey, did you guys? I got something for. I don't know if either of you caught this today. Um, running through the feeds, but did I saw something which I thought thought was very interesting? That um, oh my god, Jagmeet Singh is not allowed in the United States. Yes, he's not. And there was another country as well, and I can't remember yeah, the other Pakistan. country. Pardon me, Pakistan. And, and, and the reasoning for that is apparently, well, this thing said he was he is considered a terrorist. <laughs> really. But there was, I couldn't, there was no, no f- do you he, he it? Do you- publicly supported the um, separatists uh, in India. Um, oh, what was it? It's one of the separatist groups. I don't remember which one specifically. Um, and I, I, he, the man's not a terrorist at all, not even close, but he had some public support for it. And, um, he may have been part of a political party that supported it. And so for that reason, he's not allowed in the U.S. And I, I think that's very unfortunate. I think the man's entitled to his political beliefs, and that's what freedom is all about. But, um, you know, if you support blowing up airplanes or whatever, then, you know, it's going to limit where you, where you get to go. <laughs> that's like, a kick in the ass when that gets made public, eh, Jag? Me? Mm. Number two. I'm, I'm not a fan of it. I don't, I don't find it to be a particular—I mean— I like Sikh people just fine. I just don't oh, find him. Nothing to do with I, his nationality. Right. I, I don't find him to be a particularly, uh, uh, you know, admirable leader in any sense of the word. So, you know, uh, who is the problem? The problem is, is the minute you question him, you're racist, right? Yeah. Just like the like the uh, Bloc, uh, Bloc Quebecois leader said, you know. But then again, I have a big problem with the Bloc Quebecois. So, you know. Like yeah. how, how is it they're allowed to have a provincial government basically uh, get federal seats, yeah. right? Yeah. Number two, so uh, there's a there's a uh, a fella I follow that is on the Queens Park uh, jur- beat as a journalist, yeah. and he was very informative during our our strike action, at teaching in Ontario this this past year, in terms of coming up with scoop and and you could if if he if he posted it 99.9 times out of 10 it was legit and he made uh posted something today saying we're in for a huge uh cabinet shuffle very soon again huge cabinet shuffle major people moving and new faces coming in so you know if you're always changing the faces of the people you hate (laughs) It, it kind of gives the impression that you've elected a new government in, in, in some respects. Maybe he's going into in, into election mode, getting rid of the two years out, getting rid of the, the, the people. Because, you know, Stephen Lecce, the, the education minister, like people want his head on a stick. Bring in the third stringers. Right. So, the replacement. so get rid of him and hopefully his 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 memory is faded come election time. So I understand the strategy, but you're going to be putting some people, especially if if education is one of the portfolios that he shuffles you're putting that person between a rock and a hard place three weeks before the school year when nobody knows what the hell is going to be happening in the fall so well we've talked about guns we've talked about the we scandal uh we've certainly hit a, a broad range of subjects 
<clears throat> I want to take a moment to thank Jane's Curls. Uh, she's one of our Instagram followers. Who? Sorry? Jane's Curls. Right? Jane's Curls. Jane's, Jane's Curls. She's a, she's a lovely woman. That is she a hairdresser? You know, I, I don't know that she is, but I, I know that she contacted us. Uh, you know, she loves our podcast. She makes she makes her husband. She listens to them first, and then, of course, she uh, advises, <clears throat> instructs, demands that her husband listen to them shortly thereafter. Well, she's, she's one of our strong supporters. Thank you, Jane. That's very nice. Yeah, yeah. She's a lo- lovely woman. We had some great, uh, very candid Do you have any hair tips? Mark and I are follically <laughs> challenged, so <laughs> that, that we you might want to DM those. That we are. And and we're, of course, coming up on about the 30-minute mark, and I know we got to keep Canadian Limey happy if it's not 45 minutes long or more. Does Scotty get mad? Yeah, he gets a little... He gets Scotty, a little, he, take he gets, it easy, okay? He gets, he gets a little bent if they're not long enough, so we want to we go one more, one more subject. Well, then you know what, Scott? Why don't you start DMing me... St- Subject you'd like us to talk about, you and know. that will increase the length. Okay, not like you haven't DM me before, bud. I, well, I'm I'm just I'm trying to think. the the uh, The last thing that I wanted to talk about, uh, you know, like again, we've talked about the guns, we talked about the wee scandal. Um, your thoughts, uh, Brian? On pff, let me think. We got We got one more one more thing we got to add to the mix. What 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 else lately has been going? Oh, COVID masks. No, yeah, that that was it. That was it. That I was. Think, it. I, I, you what know, were we joking I, about? I drew. Should I drew we t- a on the way here. I, Little, yeah, a little mind blank. I couldn't go into the store because I didn't have a mask. So I was we're, we're about I wanted to, a coffee. So we're yeah. So coach, so coach Nick was unable to get himself a coffee because he didn't have a mask handy. Now, I, I of course am wearing my motorcycle helmet in the shop at the, at the local grocery store now, and and of course nobody's really approaching me because I think now, they think I'm nuts. To be <laughs> fair, to be fair. I, my hand reached and I got within about three inches of the handle. I'm like, damn it, I haven't got. So it's not like I was refused. I wasn't refused service. I just didn't bother going in. But when I was out yesterday on the first day of the mask moratorium, I, I was at three different establishments near where I live. And I asked, the, the one had a security guard outside making sure. Really? So, so I, and I said to her, I said, are you, are you telling if people don't have a mask? Are you are you refusing entry? No, no. I said okay. So if they say what you know that they have a medical condition, what are you going to do? She's like nothing. We can't do anything. Just they, in they go. Can't question them. Like okay. And I and I received the same kind of thing in a couple other places. Well, I think that uh, I think that it's important to note. <clears throat> for all those people out there that would accuse me of being, uh, you know, some kind of. Um, not anti-vax or anti-masker. Is that a word? Is that going to be a word? Right, uh, right-wing maniac. Right-wing or? maniac. <laughs> yeah. Like I mean, I, I I'm going to start off by saying that you know the coronavirus is real. Um, it does exist. It's not like it's, you know, completely bogus. I think that it's been completely overblown by the media. I think that if you uh, if you look at the numbers very clearly, they're uh, they're on the decline. Uh, they never hit us as hard as we thought. And there are some people that would argue that the measures that were enacted by government are, are part uh, of the reason why that's the case, but. I definitely think that we see uh, a lot of fear mongering going on in the media, and I, China. I see all, yes, it's China, China, it China for, virus, China virus, China virus. No, but we, we've got we've got numbers that uh, really aren't adding up. Uh, certainly, the projections were wrong, and uh, wrong. They weren't even close. They weren't even close. And we've shut down the economy. Uh, you know, there's a lot of businesses that have gone under as a result of this. Well, thank God we're going to stage three well, as of this Friday, right? So now the restaurants can actually well, open up to. 
seated dining. We're going we're going to phase three, but they're already warning us that uh, you know the second wave that everybody is uh, talking about is going to hit us sometime. How can they know we're going to see a second wave? You know, they they honestly. How can they declare this? I I, I wouldn't trust them to predict anything at this point. <clears throat> on, on a sunny day, I wouldn't expect that the government would be able to tell us what the weather was like. So, you know, they're they're telling us to wear these masks. And, uh, of course, you know, people are wearing whatever they're wearing, whether it be a bandana or a mask of, you know, questionable, uh, you know, insulation against the virus. Not much of what is uh, circulating out there for, for masks is actually going to do much. And that that's that's for the people that are wearing it that may have something. I mean, if they cough, I, like, I, I get it. Um, you know, if, if the transmission of this virus occurs, you know, with people that are, sim- you know, exhibiting symptoms and they're coughing. Oh, I hear you coughing over there. What is it? Is that, is that you? Is that you, Rona? Where's my it's a good thing you're eight feet away from me. Where's my mask? <laughs> Well. So, 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 you know, but no, but my, my thoughts on this are, are this, um, you know, if, if you're coughing and sputtering, chances are you shouldn't be out in public anyway. Um, you know, if you're going to wear a mask, that's great. I don't have a problem with people wearing masks, although I think at this point, uh, it's a little late in the game. It's, uh, very much akin to wearing a condom at a baby shower. Everybody's seen, well, everybody's buddy, seen that meme. But yeah. everyone just made a trillion masks. They got to get used. And, and you know what? They I gotta send get. Them, they gotta get bought, and they gotta get used. Send them to the frontline workers. Send them to the 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 nursing homes. He, you know what? Much 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 like uh, Jordan Peterson, uh, who uh, did not refuse to to call someone by their uh, preferred pronoun. You know, pronoun. There you go. Uh, I, I I don't have a problem with people wearing masks. I don't even have a problem with you blasting me nonstop saying I should wear a mask. What I have a problem with is uh, a fine to the tune of seven hundred and fifty plus dollars if I'm not wearing. So, a mask. but here here's a great question with that though. What? How can you find somebody who is it who is exempt? Who's medically exempt? They can't. They, they, they because can't. you can defend yourself in a court exactly, and say, I'm not. Exactly, but that's the point. Well, I, I'd like to know how, exactly. it is, how, how it is they're going to even identify you. Like, how do they enforce this? Like, I mean, like as a, as a retired police officer, I can tell you that if it's if it's the kind of thing that you can't arrest people for. Well, did you see them arrest that guy in Quebec? Uh, well, I saw that, but oh, I mean, it was, spray it was it was yeah. in French, though, and I mean, it looked like he was refusing to leave. That's yeah, just it looked my, like he was being a bird. Well, so. you know, like, I, 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 again, you know, um, if he had just walked out, I doubt that they would have put no. his, their hands no. on him. Um, no, I'm going to get my coffee and I'm not leaving. It's like, get the fuck out. Yeah, I couldn't. I couldn't. I, of course, I don't speak French. Uh, I wasn't paying attention in grade nine and, French and, class. And you don't know what happened before the camera started rolling. Yeah. yeah. Right? Which is, happens all the time. And let's label them. Let's make them guilty. But let's only look at 15 seconds of a 10-minute film. Well, again, you know, I, I, like I, I question the... The usefulness of wearing masks at this stage, I question the usefulness. For social distancing. Well, you you got to exercise precautions. That's, right, you that's, got the little arrows absolutely. on the floor with the little feet. you got to stand on the little feet when you're in line. And <laughs> I, like, I, I like going in the other direction on the on oh, line. Yeah. I, I look at the floor and I see what direction the arrows are pointing in, and I'm the guy that walks the wrong way. Home like, Depot I, 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 I'm like, all over the place. I, li- I like doing that, and I think that it's funny that somebody will come approach you actually to talk to you about the subject when, when in fact, they're actually creating more contact than is absolutely necessary. If I'm in an empty store and I'm going the wrong way against the grain, that's just been my way. So they approach you and just start screaming, social distance. Well, you know, it, it, well, it, and you know what? Some of these people getting all up in your face and getting all tough guy about it. It's like, it's it's almost like it's just another excuse to be hostile towards someone. And it's like, you know what? 
Shut up. Well, I do. I do worry. You know, as I as I sat there, the there was a store. Like, I'm not one of these people that will absolutely refuse to wear a mask to get service. I want to be practical. Like, I mean, I went into the post office the other day, and I, I got to tell you, <clears throat> they stopped me as I was walking inside. This is actually f- kind of a fun story. I, I walk inside the post. Well, the post office, the Shoppers Drug Mart, where I like to mail things. And as I walk in, this uh, young man wearing a mask looks at me and says, "Um." hold it and I looked at him and I went oh geez that's today and, and he, I, you know I could, I could see his cheeks kind of rise uh, you know beneath his mask and he kind of smiled at me he says yeah he says you have to wear a mask and I said okay <clears throat> well I, I don't I don't have a mask with me and he of course he points to the interior of the store and he says well they, they have them for sale inside and I said, well, I can't go inside to buy him if I don't have a mask, can I? And he kind of he shook his head and said, yeah, no, I guess not. And so I, I looked at him and said, well, maybe I have something in the car. And so I turned around to go uh, against the arrows on the ground. He said, you can't go that way. And so I you got to go right, in the store. So, like, so, in the store now. So now I'm in the store. And he says, I can't go back out. So it would be much quicker for me to walk, you know, five feet back out the doors that just are just open behind airlifted me. right out of the well, store. Well, no. And so I said, so, so now. Now I have to go in the store and there's the exit the store and it's not a good idea to go back out this way and he goes no and so I just kind of shook my head and of course I went back to my car and I grabbed the t-shirt and I wrapped it around my face and and tied it off at the back and now I felt like a bandit you know like I've got yeah, you should have robbed the place right? like no well, like, you should have went, went in like well, that with you your hat backwards and a skateboard and well, watch everybody freak out no up. but you know like the, then, then I began thinking like as I'm walking in the place and I've got this t-shirt wrapped around my face and I, I feel like a bandit and as I'm walking in the store. I, I begin to think about things, you know, again, like you know, a retired police officer might. I begin to think about all the, the crime that might happen as a result of all these people wearing you know, um, face coverings and, and concealing their identity and how that might prove problematic. You know, if everybody's wearing you know, things on their faces uh, while they're in stores, that, that, that could present a bit of a problem. Like I imagine the comfort level on someone working at, at, a, at a variety store late at night is somebody walks in wearing a bandana on their face it's gotta yeah. be it's gotta be stressful and you no know kidding. you know and and then while i'm standing there in line and i've got this you know t-shirt tied around my face tightly i even i become a little bit irritated as i'm you know waiting in line because nobody can hear who's saying what through their face yeah. coverings and so i'm you know it's taking three times as long as I wait in line, and I turn to the uh, young lady behind me when she coughs, and and I said the same thing to her. I said, "Is that you, Rona?" And I could hear her laughing <laughs> under, underneath. And I'm never afraid to talk to people in the lineup. And I think that that's something that doesn't happen enough because as I'm sitting there and watching, you know, just these eyes behind, you know, these 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 masks and, and people with their covered faces, you gotta wonder what's on people's minds. And so I turn to this woman and I make a joke, and she kind of laughs at me, and she says you know it is kind of ridiculous i go isn't it i go i go like are you one of these people that thinks that this is like totally cool and necessary because i'm not and and of course she agrees with me wholeheartedly and and says like yeah this is kind of ridiculous at this point i understand you know exercising certain you know precautions and uh, you know uh, this is the kind of thing that we probably should have done early on if they had told us it was a good idea oh, but apparently no 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 it was racist in february yeah it yeah. was racist <laughs> to wear a mask yeah, yeah so you know what the, sorry no go ahead go ahead no, you, are you finished no i'm done no, i'm done okay. i was going to say the interesting thing is though is is okay so hamilton burlington whatever all these other places have made it mandatory for indoor facilities yeah but not in you don't have to in schools 
Schools are exempt. What? Schools are exempt. Yeah, but did, did you hear why that is? No. Apparently under the age of 12, coronavirus doesn't transmit from children to adults. It's yeah, another but, one of these new amazing but, but things. But there's kids that are older than uh, 12 in, in, in the majority of schools. Well, yeah, that, yeah, in grades, yeah, in, in, in uh, high schools. But in, yeah, in grade elementary schools. Elementary school. Yeah. Kids, kids in grade 7 or 11... 11, 12, yeah. I don't know. You know what? We're going to find out five months from now that it actually is more conducive, right, to transmission from, from children to but, adults, and, and probably. That, I wouldn't trust anything coming out of the World Health Organization You know organization what? Let's just wait stage. for the meteor. Let's just the <laughs> giant, giant meteor. I'll vote for the thing if it freaking you know, comes at this maybe point. That's the case, maybe that's the case giant that it doesn't. Giant meteor 2021. <laughs> maybe that's the case that it doesn't easily transmit from the younger to the older, but those kids are going home. And, and they got sisters and brothers, and they go and play, and then they come back to school, right? So it's at some point, it still increases the odds, you know, astronomically. I, I, I'm, I'm at the point where I have such little faith in the World Health Organization and our government that I'll say do the exact opposite that's, of that's what they tell you to do, because chances are they're either wrong, have no idea, and or if you subscribe to the belief that they're actually nefariously doing things behind our back and want to see our country driven into the ground, hey, you know what? It, it could be any of them. I, I say exercise, you know, good judgment. Uh, treat it like any other, you know, cold or flu. Wash your hands a lot. Um, you know, I think that that's you know, that's probably well, beneficial. I mean, I mean, you, you should be able to trust something coming from a guy who leads an organization that's not a medical doctor, right? Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the way they like to tell everyone about gun safety. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> well, it kind of sounds like uh, Christian Freeland, and who's the other one on his panel that has nothing like that was? She was like our AOC. She was like a bartender. Oh, yeah. Or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So AOC. Freeland was like a freelance graphic artist or something. No, no, no. She was a journalist. Journalist. She was a journalist. And then uh, Patty Haydu yeah. was what? Oh, she was the interior designer. She was the interior designer who, who yeah. was telling people to stay home, but then was flying around solo on jets. It, it's so funny too because when you you can Freaking read hypocrites. you can read stories about about when the Soviets took over after the the 1917 revolution and these stories about factories and 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 um, collective farms and stuff that were you know so and so was a ballerina and they got put in charge of a tractor factory you know because they were high up in the party hierarchy and then of course you know they stopped being able to make tractors and they went out of business or you know the the farms weren't able to produce any food and millions of people died and that's how you ended up with the holodomor and all these things and it's like you know communism is a is a joke that has been inflicted upon humanity by by mentally deficient uh uh you know mental midgets and uh that anyone would aspire to, to for us to be ruled or governed by that set of 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 mentality is just it's truly terrifying. You know who it's could fix, you know who could fix it all? Say it again. You know who could fix it all? Oh. King King John. He could do it. King we, I can't, John. Can't wait to be, get Big John back on the <laughs> podcast. I actually, I got a couple. I got a couple in the shoot that people are, I'm sure, going to be interested in. Academic Danny is going to be coming back with his views on Academic you know, Danny. Right, yeah, Academic Professor Danny, Dan. Professor Dan. He's going to come back and uh, give us his enlightening thoughts on uh, you know Marxism and the direction things are going in. I always love listening to him speak. He's actually a lot of fun. If you haven't heard our podcast with Danny, he's a great time. 
And uh, of course, podcast Brian, we always love having you on the show. Thanks always, for having always, me, Mark. Always a wonderful addition. Coach Nick, always keeping it real. Thank you. I right, love having you here. Anyway, folks, we hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Oh, you got, oh yeah, yeah, I was going to say oh, donate. 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 Yes, you know Get what? Get your money out. You're not going to gonna gonna say Instead of buying an AR15, take the $2500, donate to the CCFR, donate to the legal challenges. Get ready to put your own Section 74 challenge in if you need it. Talk to a lawyer. Um, there's going to be more direction coming out from the CCFR advice, basically how we can do this individually. And I want to commend them for doing an amazing job. Mm -hmm. They've been uh, absolutely fantastic. They're rock solid, responsible. Um, they're certainly marketable, and that is very important today. So... Kudos to them. We want to, you know, single out Rod and Tracy for great work. And uh, thank you for being the mature, responsible, uh, well-researched. Um, reasonable voice. Reasonable voice of firearms ownership in Canada. Uh, you're doing great work. And, 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 you know, we know you're getting battered for it from all directions. And we know it's discouraging. So we wanted to thank you and say, uh, well done. And, and your work is very appreciated. You are appreciated and respected for the work you're doing. So thank you. Um, and we're calling on all our supporters to go out and support them financially. Uh, I have donated a fair amount of money. I know Mark has, um, the fact of the matter is it's worth the cost of a good rifle to help support their efforts to maintain our rights and privileges. So don't be afraid to give them money. Absolutely. In fact, I'm going to be contacting them very shortly uh, to speak to them on a couple of uh, <clears throat> topics that have been on my mind. And truth be told, I haven't uh, I haven't actually made my donation yet. I've been uh, waiting to do something. So uh, that will be coming very soon. But I am going to be donating uh, some money to the CCFR because I think they're a worthwhile cause. And I definitely think that they're doing exactly what uh, you said there, Brian. They're uh, definitely the reasonable, responsible voice of firearm ownership in this country. And they're doing great things. I'm very pleased with what I'm seeing. Anyway, let's wrap this one up. I think we've had enough for one night, and uh, we're somewhere around the hour-long mark, and I think that's about as much as people can stand. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much for listening, folks. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to us on YouTube and on Instagram. And as always, Canada, don't forget to shoot straight. Stay safe.